Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Another week, another week at it. Here we go. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I'll be uh, sitting here behind the microphone telling you all about things in the world of guns and gun news and gun stuff this week, but I'm not doing it by myself. On my right is the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbin! Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. How are you doing this week, sir? Doing well. Very Much good. better. Very good. Very good to have you. Uh, do you have your stitches out? I have some of them out. Some of them out. For those uh, just joining us first time or may have listened the last week or two, Earl had a, uh, a, a, some skin cancer and some deep tissue skin cancer and lymph node taken out there on the old yes. left shoulder. Mm-hmm. And they put in uh, what, three, four stitches? Uh, try 65. 65 stitches. 65 stitches. Yeah. So I'm guessing they didn't take them all out because the surgeon got tired. No. You just, you know, it's, that's too many. Come back tomorrow. It's just, <laughs> how to, how, how, what, uh, what's the reason you have some in and some, some not in? Well, that, <laughs> I guess. Or, or out, I guess would be, <laughs> out's an acceptable word there too, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. In or out. Yeah. Um, the area that had to be removed was so large. Basically, I had two, two skin grafts okay. uh, performed. And there's still a lot of tension. Oh, gotcha. And yeah. obviously yeah. where the tension is yeah. is where I still have the stitches. Right, right. But everything else is starting to heal up. Yeah, yeah. don't want to pull them out. You got that, uh, what are they, what do we used to call it? The epidermis constrictus going on. You're yeah. Like getting your swell on. Uh-huh. Getting your swell on. Yeah, yeah. that's the way it constantly yeah. feels yeah. like. I yeah. feel like, you know, my left shoulder, I feel like I'm wearing a shirt two sizes too small. Got it. Got it. Understood. Understood. Um, all right. Well, that's, uh, that's, that's moving along. Those things are moving along good. And, uh, and, and the healing is going Yes. Very good. Very good. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I guess you get still got to checking in with doctors, continue to do that and you yeah. know, until you're clear and or whatever their treatment plan is for you as you move forward. Yep. Yeah. That's okay. The, just to give everybody the information, if they're interested, uh, unfortunately my margins are not clear. Okay. So that, that's going to, uh, end up going forward. Uh, don't know yet exactly. Yeah, don't gonna, know what that means. You got to find out. Still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be referred to an oncologist right. and see what, Treatments and options and all that. See where it goes from there. This is, uh, go ahead, go ahead. I say one thing I, yeah. I meant to mention last week, this situation of basically, you know, having limited mobility and fortunately not my primary arm. 
I started playing the what if game oh, like boy. crazy. Yeah. I started playing yeah. it like chess. Yeah. I was constantly three moves ahead. Right. And normally I just, eh, okay, this and this. Right. Now I'm like, okay, this, then this, and then this, and then over here. Well, I can't do that. No, I got to do okay, this right. and yeah. Right. So at this point, you can uh, you can draw, you can return fire if you have to, but you can't do the uh, the Judy chop with no, your left hand. No, you can't, uh, you can't uh, put uh, the Judy chop yeah, on somebody. I'm not going to be doing yeah. any tuck and roll okay. or, All right. or you know diving under okay. anything. And... So Jim Kirk style of fighting is currently out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Original Jim Kirk style. Some William Shatner Jim Kirk style style of fighting. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The the flying kick. And roll and the Judy chop. He was pretty good with the, the double Judy chop he used to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He was pretty good at that. Okay. So that does bring up a good point. Listen, um, when you get into a, uh, you know, physically restricted, you know, uh, mm-hmm. position in your life, yep. does that mean you, uh, you know, you, you don't carry anymore? Uh, or, or, or you just, you, you find the way uh, around. You find the, you, you, what if it, you know, and tell everybody yeah. what the what if game is. Uh, sitting in a, in a uh, restaurant with your significant other and you just run through your mind. What would I do if a bad guy burst through the front door or back door yeah. of this establishment, right. either looking to simply rob it right. or do harm right. to uh, you know the patrons? Yeah. Okay, if somebody comes through the front door, I've already looked, and okay, that booth over there looks like it, it would provide decent cover, yep. allowing me to you know, draw, return fire, yep. uh, hide. Yeah. You know, there's there's really nothing wrong with that, if if that's your only option. Uh, sometimes that could be the best option. Yeah. Uh, we, in my mind, I I think a lot of the times we're we're talking to fellow concealed carry holders. Right. And so that's all in the back of my mind. Just because you've got a concealed carry permit, it's not a badge. Correct. You have no authority to go, and you know. Arrest or right, you know, right. citizens arrest. Yeah, citizens exactly, arrest. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, you're there to defend your life, right, and the life of your significant other, right. And also, if if you if you are moved, yeah, you know, feel the moral obligation, the the to defend the life of someone you don't know, right. Yeah, but you better yeah. be darn sure. And exactly. We say this all the time. You better be darn exactly. sure you're not coming up on a movie set. You better exactly. be darn sure that you have you know. This one that's running away is is really the aggressor because they got turned around and that's the victim chasing them. You better be darn, darn mm-hmm. sure, which is why the general rule of thumb is you, your immediate family, and maybe your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, yeah. It's a, a good friend of mine that was, uh, gave me a, a good uh, down and dirty education in when I first started getting into carrying. Right. One of the best things to do, be a good witness. Very good, yeah. Yeah. You know, not just, oh, some some guy broke in or uh, busted the door in with a with a pistol. Yep. No, and, you know, give clear, concise descriptions. Right. No, it was a, you know, white male about six two, probably close to two hundred and forty pounds. Yep. You know, long beard, bald, glasses, wearing red shirt and tan shorts. But, and and it, for those interesting, you know, I just described myself what I'm wearing today. There you go. There you go. But there you, go. you know, giving something that detailed and that descriptive, you know. Then law enforcement has has more to go on than exactly right. uh, some guy with a big gun. Exactly right. Exactly right. They always can describe the gun. What the guy look like? I don't know. What the gun look like? It was big. It's silver. It's about eighteen inches long. It had a fourteen inch barrel. It you know it's just it, you, people can describe the gun because that's what they're staring at the whole time. Uh, actually, it was a Jimenez twenty two long rifle. There you go. There you go. See exactly right. Exactly right. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know I don't know when we think of it while we're sitting here talking about the what if game. I'm going to give a tip. I saw this a couple of times this week, but just just listening to that you talk reminded me of this. 
I'm going to give you an easy, an easy one, folks. An easy okay. one. Whether you're a, I like whether, easy. Whether you're, you are the popo, whether you are the concealed weapons carrier, whether you are, you know, Joe Citizen, uh, you know, that uh, doesn't doesn't even have a, a a gun license or a gun. A do not pull up to the front door of the convenience store. Do not pull up to the front door of the restaurant. Do not pull up to the front door of the bank. At a minimum, you should drive past it before finding uh, if you know a parking space. You should look in and make sure business is going on according to plan. You should pause at every door, look inside, and make sure business is transacting the proper way. Because if you pull right up to the convenience store gas station, you know what's going to happen? Yes, you're going to get the best spot. I don't care if you are a concealed weapon holder or a law enforcement. You're going to become the getaway car. You're going to become the next victim. You're going to become the backstop for the bullet fight that's about to happen when the bad guy runs away and the clerk starts throwing shots. Do not pull up to the door. Yep. Okay? Um, you could pull past the door, and then before you walk in, make sure business is going on as usual. Otherwise, you're going to be a lot more involved than you wanted to be in the first place. And the what-if game is going to be taken away from you because you're going to be reacting at that point rather rather than being proactive. Yep. Uh, hey, we got a lot of good show. We got updates coming from all around the country, going from the left to the right. Uh, and the political side and in the geographical side. So stick around. We got more Arms Room Radio coming back to you after the break, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The Keltec Sub 2000 semi automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. 
That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, you have the right of choice. You have the right to read books others don't like. You have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. You have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to BoundaryOakDistillery.com to learn more. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone Pistol Studio. Hey, uh, just, to, just a little update there. That was the Boundary Oak Distillery uh, promo you just heard, and then we came in back into the Boundary Oak Distillery segment of the program. Uh, if you're going to be in the Kentucky area, uh, you know, Radcliffe, Kentucky, in about the three weeks, uh, some of us Arms Room Radio guys will be stopping into Boundary Oak Distillery. So that's more of a, it's more of a notice for them, I think, so they know, you know, because we're coming. Uh, you know, Warning! <laughs> you know, we're going we're gonna to be there. We're going to get us some... Uh, uh, some we're going we're gonna to go in and we're going to... Talk about some uh, Boundary Oak Distillery, some Patton uh, Armored Diesel, some some uh, you know straight uh, Lincoln whiskey. It's it's uh, you know some sinful sixty nine. Great stuff there. Great stuff. I'm gonna we're gonna stock up is basically what we're saying. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go back through there and empty the pockets. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so gonna get get some more of that. Um, uh, a little bit of statistics as we as we move along here, and uh, uh, you know apologies up front. I know the last two shows. If you listen. Uh, Online, the rebroadcast, the uh, the podcast was a, uh, I don't know, if it's, is it a podcast? Is a podcast when we were on air, or we're on live and we just throw it on there? I don't know. If, I yeah, don't know no, what that's called. Is that a podcast? If, yeah, it's okay. a podcast. If if it's uploaded electronically to download or listen at a later date, okay, that's, that's a podcast. So that that uh, there they were slow. We're actually doing uh, some work on the Arms Room Radio website. Is getting a oh. is getting is getting a revamp and uh, going to try and bring you some. Some new ways to listen as well. I and, and I can't say what, but I can I can say this uh, uh, an app. You know that 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 was thrown mm. that was thrown out there. That was thrown out there. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Mm. But uh, you know, revamping the old website and trying to get it launched in time before the uh, the NRA show coming up at the end of the month in uh, in Indianapolis. Well, I guess it's actually the NRA annual meetings with the. Uh, um, it's a show yeah, with display. All right, we got some uh, statistics here. Top countries, top countries listened to uh, this week. Uh, top countries where you can listen or where you have listened to Arms Room Radio this week. Let's see. We have uh, number one, good old U.S. of A. 
USA, USA, America, America. Uh, I think we did see a uh, one or two uh, newcomers to the list this week. Oh yeah, Uh, we do have UK sliding down into number uh, two there. Uh, We have Germany, Cambodia moved up to number four. Wow, Cambodia is really moving up. Uh, The Netherlands, we have the uh, the Switzerland, Uh, Canada, our friends up up north. (laughs) We have uh, a big shots, a hockey, Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. France. Uh, Then we have some Australia. Oh, okay. Then we go into Georgia, and I'm not talking about where Atlanta's your capital. Oh, that Georgia. That Georgia. That Georgia. And then we have Japan. I don't think I've seen Japan in the top 10 before. I know I haven't hmm. seen Georgia in the top 10. before. No. Uh-uh. So that's, uh, that was interesting to see uh, those in there. So thank you, uh, all my friends in Georgia and Japan and everybody else. I'll say with, with Georgia, obviously, you know, that's over in Russia. Yes. Who you been colluding with? Oh, boy. <laughs> I've, or a, uh, I've actually been colluding with a Russian submarine captain. Uh, uh, he, uh, hey, he, me uh, too. Yeah, he drives the Red October. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Yeah, he used to be a British spy as well. <laughs> uh, yes. He gets around. He does get around. He does get around. Cities. Let's take a look at some cities. Have we got anything new in here? We've got uh, listen. Our good friends in uh, Piscataway, New Jersey, just holding uh, holding strong. Oh, we got Rancho Cucamonga. I'm sorry, Rancho Cordova in California. Okay, uh, that's ra- that's kind of behind a line. Yes, yeah, yeah. Rancho Cucamonga was where a Bring It On movie was uh, was located. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, bring it, baby. All right, let's uh, see. Uh, yes, I, I'm sad to admit I watched that. <laughs> uh, Minden, Nevada. You call those spirit fingers? Um, <laughs> These are spirit. <laughs> let's see. We've got to Dallas, Texas, sticking in there strong, and uh, Spring, Texas. Well, a lot of fans in Texas and Oakley, California. Thank you, California, for joining us there. If you're listening to us on the on a real actual radio station there too. Drop us a line. Go on, go on to the uh, armsroomradio.com. You can get a hold of us there. Probably the best way to do it is go to armsroom. No, I always mess that one up. Facebook.com slash armsroomradio. There you go. Facebook.com slash armsroomradio. You can tweet us at the at armsroommike or at armsroomearl. And uh, lots, lots of different ways to get in touch with us here on the program. Oh, so that's interesting stats. You yeah, know? I'll say you, you've got all those stats. I got another stat for you. Oh, I can't I, wait. And I'm going to form this in, in, the, in a question. Oh, okay. Guess how much our favorite uh, sporting goods store, Dick's, lost last year. Ooh, Alex, I'll take what is uh, $10 million for uh, $10 million. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. What? Dang oh, wow. Dang it, I couldn't find that button quick enough. What? <laughs> They lost $150 million. Wow. Wow. Due to restricting gun sales. And since then, they've even gone, they've gone crazy with it. They're, yeah. they're getting rid of all, anything to do even with, with hunting. Right. Even, you know, yeah, everything. Not, not even, uh, you right. know, camo jackets. Right. Yeah, yeah that's just, they're, they're turning into, um, uh, you know what, uh, and again, for those that remember, and I, again, I don't remember if this was regional or this was a nationwide chain, but you remember uh, Sports Authority. Yes. Um, and they did the same kind of thing. They got away from, you know, I don't, you, I don't want to use the wrong word. I don't want to offend. Testosterone, uh, you know, filled, uh, you know, the Tim Allen kind of grunting sports, you know, mm-hmm. um, from, the, from the hunting, from the, the fishing, everything that in, involved outdoors and getting dirty. And... Uh, and, and, and then they went out of business. You know, they, they became, come here and get your inline skates. You know, come here yeah. and, you know, not, not, not that anything gets inline skates. Just Yeah, I remember one of the last times I was in a sports authority. Uh, they had a, a very good price on uh, 
box of a bulk box of 22 rifle ammunition because it was the last one. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it was this was this predates oh, okay. all of that. Okay, all the the ammo scares and everything. And yeah, I'll take that. Okay, I need your license and I need you to fill this out uh, for a box of 22. Can you not tell by my facial hair? I I'm clearly over the age of 18. Sure, you can look at my license, you know, verify my birth right, date and everything. Right. No, I need to write all that information down. No, you don't. Yeah. Yes, I do. It's company policy. You can keep the ammo then. Yeah. yeah. How's that company policy working out for them now? You know? uh-huh. Same like the dicks there, losing, would you say, $150 million? Yep. Yeah. Well, they blame that on the Under Armour, too, because oh, that's a yeah, very popular sure. brand, uh-huh. you know. And, uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Keep, keep singing that dance. Yeah. Exactly right. Um, hey, let's uh, let me jump over to uh, uh, California, Cali- California. That's a long jump. There's a big jump. There's a big jump right there. Big jump. But I've been, yeah, I've been working out. I've been working out. <laughs> uh, the remember last week. Remember, remember last week we talked about there was the the judge in San Diego, federal judge in San Diego, who said that the the ban on the the law that had been passed in California, saying that the high capacity magazines. What, California, uh, what, standard capacity. Right, what California termed high-capacity yeah, magazines, yeah, anything yeah. over 10 rounds, with the judge called standard-capacity magazines. I like that judge. Me too. And uh, they said that he was, uh, or the judge said that that, that ban was illegal. Uh, the law was uh, could not be enforced. Uh, at the time, there had been an injunction in place to keep the magazines, the, the, the standard-capacity magazines from entering California until it had been decided. This judge came out and said it was done. Uh, you know that that law's uh, that law is is unconstitutional, and I'm lifting their ban on the purchase of them. And it was it literally happened over like six days. If you saw this, folks, if you if you paid attention, effectively allowing thirty round or more capacity magazines, eleven round or more magazines. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. I'm, yeah. No, I, I got you. I got you. <laughs> I don't. I don't have that ban or you know limited magazine. Right. You know, mentality. I've right. got, uh, what do you mean? Yeah, standard. Standard capacity, right. right I, yeah. I don't start thinking higher capacity until, you know, above 30. Yeah, 50 or 100, you know, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, man, that's going to be heavy. The 30, right, the 30 was the standard. So this 11 round was lifted. Then uh, the uh, the attorney general out there in California, Xavier Becerra, he fought. He found another judge to say, no, 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 we're reinstating the, uh, the temporary ban until the law is figured out. So... They went out there and judge shopped and found somebody else. But the interesting fact is, six days, I believe it was six days that the, uh, the ban was lifted. Okay. More standard capacity magazines came into California <laughs> in those six days than all previous magazine and firearm sales in California. Literally everybody in California that wanted an 11-round magazine or, or higher got online and found somebody... And they said, will you ship? And they said, you bet your butt we would. <laughs> uh, and the new judge said, you know what? It only applies uh, from, from this day, from when, from when it was lifted, until now. And they said, well, what if somebody ordered it and paid for it before then? It just hasn't been delivered yet. And they were like, um, we have no comment. So, so those people are... That are, sounds are like res- okay to me. Exactly right. Exactly right. What is it you all said when, when, when uh, ambiguity is, is given, don't seek clarification? That's it, that's it. When given ambiguity, do not seek clarification. Exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. Play that stuff to your advantage. Um, <laughs> hey, when uh, we get back, we're going to have uh, Mr. Kirk Chelberg from Ideal Concealed joining us. He's just, uh, just getting off the range, so hopefully this works out, and we will talk to him soon. So stick around. We'll see you after the break.
Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. In fact, we're just going to get right into it. We're going to jump right over to the man himself, 
from Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios, Kirk Chilber. Kirk, welcome back to the program, sir. Hey, just when I couldn't get any better today, I get to talk to you guys on the radio. Oh, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> trying, to, trying to butter us up. Okay, I'll buy you dinner when I see you. Okay, all right, we'll do that. <laughs> hey, I was firing, uh, firing hundreds of rounds downrange minutes ago, so... This is a great icing on that cake. So how are you guys? We're good. We're good. good. Yeah, we, we made mention uh, last segment, you know, if things went well on the range for you, we were going to get to talk to you. Uh, what were you What were you shooting out there at the range today? A little bit of everything. I got a couple of my own ideal conceals, but I bring uh, I bring a variety of them. And um, I had a friend that hadn't shot a pistol probably in 20 years. He says, hey, you want to, you know, go through it with me? So hopefully I got a new convert to the uh, conceal carry. And if nothing else, coming to the range and you know blowing off a little steam so that was real fun to to go through it with somebody that's not very accustomed to being there yeah exactly right what do they what do they call it it's, uh, it's attitude management you know you get to you get to decompress the range is a great place to do that yeah i just call it therapy now because you know <laughs> i can't go to the other kind really so yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy uh, uh kirk so uh, how are things going otherwise how are things uh how are things with product coming along and, and, and shipping and dealers? And uh, how are things in with the Ideal Conceal? Oh, man, how many hours long is this program? I got a lot, <laughs> lot going on. Um, we, um, you know, I think as a, if a lot of people have been following us, they know we ended up basically the, the manufacturing of the situation of, of our gun got kind of screwed up last December. We started over on our own, and uh, we are putting guns together ourselves now. Uh, it was a pretty good learning curve, but it's been a lot actually better for right, us and, right. and it'll be a better, better product in the end. Now I just have to learn, you know, dealing with vendors, um, which I don't know, a lot of people aren't really in that arena where they got to deal with, um, a whole, whole bunch of vendors to get your job done. But, right. uh, that's my learning curve now is I have, now I have three people making me barrels cause the first guy, oh yeah, I'll have them there. I'll have them there. And then they, they just disappeared. Yep. So you know, so I started out with another group and then I thought, well, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get a couple more. So I've actually learning, I got to have two to three vendors for almost each part. Uh, so it's a learning curve, but it's been good. And, uh, as soon as we get some barrels in, we'll be back to pushing them out. We are waiting a couple more weeks on, uh, custom production of our barrels, but, um, right. after that, I'll have a steady flow. Outstanding. Outstanding. Now we've got, uh, within that next couple of weeks, we got an event coming up that we want to talk to everybody out, uh, towards the end of the month that we're going to be at up in Indianapolis. Yeah, that town will never be the same. So um, if you're anywhere near Indianapolis, you got to come out, hang out with all of us gun-toting folks. And uh, there's always cool, cool stuff to see. And, I mean, I've been going to these shows now for years, but even every time I walk around, I find something new and interesting besides what we are doing. Um, so, yeah, if people are of a mind to go, it's, it's worth the drive and it's worth the time. Yeah, folks, we're talking about the, uh, the, the NRA's annual meetings. And, and you know, the, you say annual meetings like everybody's a – in a classroom doing that, but this is, uh, listen, there's, there's thousands. I mean, you have to say a couple of thousand vendors there at these shows. And if yeah. you go for, it's, it's three days, it's uh, April 28, 29 and 30. If you go for all three of those days and walk around, you might get lucky and see most of it. I mean, there's that much there. Yeah. I use a gas powered walker now. Cause I'm just uh, <laughs> getting old. You're going to, you're going to need good tennis shoes or wheels or something. Yeah. Cause that's, it's a ton of stuff to see, but it, yeah, basically, like I like to say, if it ain't there, you don't need it. Um, so it is fun in that regard. You do get to see so many different things. And then I think, too, you know, the way everything seems so divisive lately, it's kind of fun just to get in a, with a group of people who all are pretty well like-minded. Yeah, um, that's yeah, the other yeah. thing I kind of like about it. You know, it's just kind of a kindred spirits kind of a thing. So I kind of like that part, too. 
It is good. It's you know, and this is um, for those that want to come and take a look at it. This is this is different than Shot Show. You hear us talking about the shooting, hunting, outdoor trade show. That's that's industry folks or or government folks that can get in there. But this is open for. This is the general public. If, if you're an NRA member, you, you get right in. If you're not an NRA member, you go there, you register. You, uh, yeah, I don't even know if it's if it costs to get in. If you know, but I know as an NRA member, it does not. Uh, I don't know if there's a donation or something. I was checking it out now while we're on the, while we're on the air. But it, uh, it, you get right in, and you can go and you, and you can look around this facility. Uh, it's a, it's it's huge. It's a giant. Uh, it's a giant uh, convention center. You know, everyone we've been to this changes every year. It changes every uh, year. It goes to a different location, and it. It's just, it's always amazing. We, I've yet to be to one of these places, uh, Kirk, where we got there, and it was like, oh, wow, this is horrible. We can't manage this. Uh, you know, I, I think no, everything's been yeah. great. Yeah, it's, it's been Yeah, nice. they do a great job. And all you really do have to pay for is an NRA membership. And that, that's, yeah. if you guys aren't, okay. if you guys aren't NRA members, you, you really should join that. All the, all the trade um, associations you can, because behind the scenes, there's a lot of people fighting for your rights that you don't know about. And NRA, I think, is, is great for that. And, uh, you know, the, the Second Amendment's constantly under attack. So all these guys also not only put on great trade shows and have a lot of fun stuff to look at, but they're also looking out for your rights. Yeah, listen, if you, uh, even if you're not a fan of the NRA, and I'll just say this to you, uh, and because there are times when they do things and I shake my head, but, uh, you know, I'd call it somewhere in the 80 to 90% times where they, uh, uh, percentile is where they're doing what I want them to do. They're, they're going after those that are trying to go after the Second Amendment. And they are there and they have... Uh, they have the capabilities to do so. They need your membership. They need your donations. And I would much rather have somebody that, that agrees with me 80% of the time fighting for me than nobody fighting for me at all. Well, and you're not, you know, super easy to agree with 80% <laughs> of the time. I think you're yeah, tell me about it. Might, might tell me about that. it. Yeah. I'm glad I was able to say it. I'm, I'm 1,500 miles away, so I don't really have to worry as much. Um, yeah, yeah, that's. Okay, all right, a little bit true, a little bit true, but yeah, you know, so folks, you, but you heard just like Kirk, Kirk said, it doesn't matter if it's uh, your state association, if you've got a regional one like the Firearms Policy Coalition, Second Amendment Foundation, whatever, whatever it, has, it happens to be, uh, you, you know, you, you need to join, you know, because this is, not, this is not free. You know, we, uh, our, our side, our team doesn't have the Bloombergs and the Billions standing behind them. This comes from the individuals and the individual donors, and all these things happen through your support. Uh, you know, if you are a member, you know, look at, you know, you know, contributing a, a little bit more any, any way you can, even if it's just spreading the word, because these things are your second amendment. We're going to get into it here in the remainder of the program. Stuff that's going on around the country right now is just, it's going to, a, in some places, a, a maddening, uh, you know, pace of, of, of bills and laws and propositions being put forward that you just sit back and go, that's, I mean, that's, that's uh, the kind of stuff that it, you couldn't come up with in a clown college. You know, it's, it's, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so, so get out there and do that, folks. Uh, Kirk, this I is... I kind of wonder how a guy, a guy like Bloomberg, you know, they make their money off the American system. Oh, yeah. And they have no problem having, you know, bodyguards and stuff. But, yeah, then they don't want us to have what's available to them, that's for sure. I, I, you know, once again, what was it? Uh, was Orwell, some pigs are more equal than others. You know, this is, this is a guy who's got his, so you don't get to have yours. And he's going to yeah. uh, he's going to have the protection of you know of himself and his people around him. That's it. You know that, that's that's all you're going to get. Uh, kind of a tipping point. Yeah. Tipping point, I think, in our country. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's it's you know it, there's very little middle ground, and I think that's some of the things we're going to hit here on the program. We're watching some of these laws be proposed. You know, in good places like in Missouri or in Idaho, where the laws are are moving 
the gun laws are moving to the right, but then you have places like Washington State and California where they continue to move to the left. There's going to be no no central ground here on firearms left. It's going to be we support the Second Amendment or or we don't. There's not going to be a I don't, there's not even going to be a but in there. You know, it's going to be one or the other. Yep. Or you're going to be living in a sanctuary. You know, sanctuary right. Second Amendment city. You're going to have to move. Yep. Exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, Kirk, end of the month, it's Indianapolis. We're going to be there the 20, what is it, 28, 29, 30. That's uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, you know, set up for vendors is the day before. I'm sure we'll see you then. And uh, we'll, we'll, get, uh, we'll get together and we'll, we'll take care of some, uh, well, we'll have to eat and we'll have to consume beverages, you know, because you have, you know, have oh, to hydrate. Course. You have to hydrate. Of course. You know, yeah. so we'll, we'll have to do that. Um, but, yeah, uh, I keep shots at the booth. I mean, water at, <laughs> at, at the booth. So. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, you're there. You know, also, alcohol and firearms don't mix. So. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know, because it rusts the barrel if you try and mix your alcohol with your firearm. It's 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 that's true. It's it's very uh it's very corrosive, is what it is. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know how come you know that. But hey, whatever. <laughs> hey, as you know, listen. Uh, don't ask questions you don't want to know the answers to, right? Um, the <laughs> I hear you, <laughs> uh, Kirk. We're, we'll see you out there. Um, how do people check out Ideal Conceal before uh, before they come see you? Oh, idealconcealed.com. I'm glad you mentioned that. Under the videos tab, we've uploaded some uh, real good reviews from uh, Guns America and from USCCA and a few other uh, nice reviews so people can get a better feel for what it is, see it work, um, you know, see what their thoughts are about it. So um, idealconcealed.com, click on the videos tab to learn more. That's it, folks, idealconcealed.com. And if you want to get a feel for how it really feels, see you at NRA Show at the end of the month. Kirk, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Mike. See you guys. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, and we'll see you after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America. Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. 
If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys in the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by SnagMag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. I want to thank our guest last segment. It's always great having on. Kirk, oh, yeah. uh, Kirk Chelberg there from Ideal Conceal, and it's idealconceal.com. Just go, just go right there and take a look. You can see him. And again, you want to put your hands on these fine firearms, get your butt up there to Indianapolis at the end of the month, uh, 28th through the 30th of, of uh, this month of April up there. So uh, looking forward to that. Looking forward to seeing him there. Uh, you just heard us talking about on the segment coming back in, Snagbag, our friend, uh, our friends uh, Christine and uh, and family will be there at uh, in Indianapolis as well. So come check out some Snagbag products while you're while you're there. We've got them on us right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd show them to you. I'm, I'm I mean, if you can if you can look through your at your speakers, you might be able to see mine. I'm holding it up to the <laughs> microphone, so I'm not sure how this works, but uh, I'm new. I'm new. Hey guys, I'm new. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, we started to talk and lead into over the past couple of segments how we did it with Kirk as well. How uh, the the laws in this country concerning Second Amendment and the attitudes concerning Second Amendment is uh, you know used to be you know a little bit in the middle and you get a little bit of well I support it but I think we're losing that I mean we're we're seeing now uh, in places that are conservative places like uh, you know uh, enforcing sanctuary cities and sanctuary counties and states for the Second Amendment right. saying that you know what you're so crazy over there in California that uh, those of us here in, in these counties in Colorado, outside of Denver and Colorado Springs and, uh, and Aspen, they're saying, uh, you know, we are sanctuary cities. We will not be enforcing, uh, you know, unconstitutional Second Amendment laws. Right. Uh, and then you have other places going absolutely crazy. You know, like, you know, we're going to, we, not only can we say you can't have a gun, but if you have a gun, it's got to be in a safe. You can't, you can't use it. Uh, you know, we know the state law says we can't, that cities and counties can't make lower jurisdiction laws restricting firearms rights under your state's preemption law, but we're going to do it anyway. Yeah. I mean, you've literally got driving further to the left and driving further to the right. Nobody's driving down the middle of the road. And listen to me, middle of the road is no gun laws, (laughs) you know, because the constitution says, you know, the right to keep a bear arm shall not be infringed. Exactly. I mean, this would literally be if, we have, we have a city out uh, in Washington State, Edmonds, Washington. If Edmonds, Washington came out with a law that said no synagogues in Edmonds, Washington, well, sir, I have the, you know, the right to freedom of religion. We know that, but no synagogues. We don't want your kind here. Yeah, imagine that. You know, that's what you would get. That's what you would get. You know? Or, I mean, it even goes worse than that. You think about it. It says, basically, Edmonds, Washington will have no religion. You know, we're not even going to discriminate against the Jews, as I did with synagogues. They're, they're just going, we want no religion at all. Yeah, which I, I just can't understand this. You know, they, they have, you know, requiring safe storage. I mean, yes, 
it, it's, I mean, I'm a, I consider myself a responsible gun owner. Mine are, are in a safe when I'm not using them. Correct. But I don't see how that's a legal requirement. Right. It, it's, it's inside my house. Isn't it illegal yeah. for, for uh, isn't burglary illegal? It, they should make a law. Yeah. Perhaps you should put a sign outside your home that says burglary free zone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that way nobody could break so, in. So then I can leave my firearms laying out where I want to. Exactly. Well, unless you're in New York because then they run wild. We know that. Yeah, they those just, are the New York ones. The New York guns. They I'm, just, I'm, they in, just, I'm in Florida. You know, they, they flee on their own. They flee on their own. Uh, and you know, when it gets cold out, then they go hide underneath houses and yeah, crawl spaces. Yeah, and that's I'll, how people get hurt. You I'll know? say, you know, that's what I was just thinking too. Being in Florida, I'm probably going to see quite a few New York guns. Because, oh yeah, like you know, like yeah. all the other snowbirds, they're going to yeah. come down when it when it gets cold. Down here for spring break right now, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, duck hunting guns, goose guns, you know, oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. Sure. Uh, out of Edmonds, Washington, a judge allowed a lawsuit to proceed against an ordinance passed by the city of Edmonds, Washington, requiring gun owners to have safe storage for weapons. Lawsuit argues that the state of Washington has a law preempting local restrictions that conflict with the state law. Snohomish County Superior Court Judge Anita Ferris said that the plaintiffs have standing. In cha- to challenge the city, a requirement for a lawsuit against the municipality. Now, Washington adopted their preemption uh, laws uh, 35 years ago. Okay. It says that the state of Washington has, is the sole authority for firearms regulation. But we've seen it in Seattle where they've said, we're going to add an additional tax on each purchase. And then the Washington State Supreme Court said, okay, well, they didn't violate the state preemption because that's not a gun law, that's a tax law. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, yeah. Yeah. The taxing a gun. You know, they're, they're yeah. taxing ammunition. Yeah. Oh, sales, oh, you know? Okay. They're, they're, they're taxing your rights. Correct. So Correct. that's okay. Yeah. Uh, the Second Amendment Foundation, obviously, our good friends up there are involved in this claim. Uh, they explain that Judge Ferris has done what King County Superior Court Judge Barbara Lind would not do when she dismissed a similar lawsuit against the city of Seattle on technical grounds that the city lacked standing against the plaintiff, or excuse me, that the plaintiffs lacked, uh, you know, standing against the, uh, against the city there. SAF and the NRA have appealed that ruling. And again, what, what, what you may end up seeing is this is going to go to the Washington State Supreme Court, which we know is extremely liberal, and they're going yeah. to say, no, this happened with I-1639 as well. You know, it got knocked down by a judge saying this is unconstitutional, it does not meet the standard, and the Washington State Supreme Court said, yeah, but we're willing to let it go anyway because it's what the people said. It's what the people want. Mm, no. <laughs> exactly right. Um, this, uh, you know, according to our... Friend, Mr. Alan Gottlieb, the founder of the Second Amendment Foundation, said he's encouraged by this order. City knows the, this ordinance violates the state preemption statute. And we believe, we believe this ordinance and the one in Seattle were passed specifically to erode the state law. It's exactly true. Cities have desperately wanted to remove the preemption law so they can establish their own possibly contradictory gun control laws. Ultimate goal is to discourage citizens from exercising their rights under the state and federal constitutions by financial intimidation through fines that could climb up to $10,000 under Edmund's ordinance. Yeah, if they make it so legally confusing of what you can own, where you can own it, what you can carry, where right. you can carry it. Most people, uh, all right, I'm selling off my collection. I'm not doing That's anything. It. That's it. Or they do the, I'm moving to Texas, like everybody else seems to be doing from yeah. Washington and California. Yeah, don't move to Florida. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you do... Bring two jobs with you. Um, <laughs> the uh, now this is what we have right there in in uh, in, in Oregon. Now, let, excuse me, in Washington State. Now, now let's go right next door. Let's go next door because as you get into Eastern Washington State, you start to get much more conservative. The Western 
Washington State now, the Seattle, Tacoma area, that's all turning northern, into Northern California. Um, what, you, what you end up with in Idaho is, is the reverse. And this is what we're talking about. This is one state right next to another state, adjoining states. You have opposing ideology when it comes to the Second Amendment. You have Washington State that says no. And these cities in Washington say, no, you can't have these firearms. We're going to tax them. We're going to put them in here. And Idaho's response is, hey, we're going to be lowering the uh, concealed weapons permit age from, age from 21 to 18. <laughs> You're 18? Yeah, you can carry a gun if you want to. Idaho Governor Brad Little signed legislation this past Tuesday that lowers the concealed carry age to 18 statewide. Statewide. Uh, back a, couple, or a week ago, Breitbart News reported that Idaho and Kansas were both considering legislation to lower their minimum age for concealed carry from 21 to 18. Law in Idaho allows 18-year-olds to carry concealed firearms outside of city limits, but the legislation little signed removed that prohibition against the exercise of the right to bear arms in cities. What? So, well, this was like on hunting. You know, you could carry uh, while hunting, right. you could carry uh, while working the farm, anything else. Just you, We don't want you doing it around, you know, people. So, <laughs> so this law said, okay, the whole people restriction mm. you know, is removed. Okay, good. Uh, News reported that the proponents of dropping the age argued that the laws in the state were not consistent because 18-year-olds could carry in rural areas for self-defense, but not in cities, just as we said. Former Idaho Governor Butch Otter, also a Republican, signed legislation allowing guns to be carried on campus for self-defense back in July of 2014. And in March of 2016, Otter signed legislation eliminating the state's requirements to obtain permit for concealed carry. So you have here the state of Washington going one direction and cities in Washington going one direction and their neighbors going, what do we got here? Do we have campus carry? We do now. Do we need, are we constitutional carry? We are now. Yep. Can you carry at 18? You betcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I all of a sudden uh, really have no desire to visit Washington though. I wouldn't mind going to Idaho. Idaho sounds like a great place. Uh-huh. You'd probably have to fly into Washington to get there. Uh, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll actually, I'll, I'll fly into Wyoming or South Dakota and, and then make the drive. Make that, make, there you go. There you go. Yeah, why, why drive? Why go further to come back? Yeah, I like that, uh-huh. I like that idea. Beautiful, beautiful drive, too. Oh, yeah. yeah I've, you, I've, I've done it. Yeah, you did that way. You went out there mm-hmm. to the old uh, Buffalo Bill Wiley E. Coyote Museum of Firearms. <laughs> um, it's a... What was the name of the museum? Buffalo Bill uh, Center of the West. Center of the West. That's what it was. Yes. That's what it was. I could have spent days yeah, yeah. in the firearms section. Folks, that's the first hour of the program. We have got more for you coming back at the second hour. Until we see you then, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Geltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com.
If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind mail with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I am uh, you know, driving the bus this last segment here, and we were going, well, this last hour, last hour of the program, I guess. We're going we're gonna to bring you lots of things. We got, lots, we got some more gun stuff. We got some more news. We've got some more information. And what we got is the guy sitting next to me, who's also joining us here in the program, as he does every week. Let's bring him back in, uh, on the microphone. Uh, on my right. The right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbin, approved memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. How are you doing today, sir? Doing well. Very good. Very good. Uh, you know, I uh, I was at uh, I was shopping this week. I was at uh, one of those major box stores, the red one, not the blue one. Uh-huh. And it, uh, they had a little sign, and it said, like a boss. Uh, and I was going to get that sign and set it over here next to you, and we're going to put that right in front of you there, like a boss. And then I got to the counter, and it was fifteen dollars. I was like, no. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was this was a good like this was good, like a good ten dollar idea. I don't know about a good fifteen dollar idea, but uh, I think I can get one made for probably cheaper than that. So, <laughs> so uh, it's going to happen. It'll happen. It'll happen. So how's uh, how is how is things going for you this week, sir? Everything going all right in the in the world of Earl? Yep. Good. Very good. Very good. Uh, you know, there's a. Uh, we want to make sure we get some information out to you. We have uh, the NRA annual meetings coming up at the end of the month. That's April 28th through 30th. You, uh, you heard us talking to Mr. Uh, Kirk Chelberg from Ideal Concealed. We, uh, we'll see him there. We'll see uh, our good friends at Snag Mag. They will be there as well. Yep. Um, you know, so we're going to see. Uh, I'm sure all of our friends are going to be oh, there. Yeah. It, you know? it, it'll be a whole gang. Yep, yep. Or actually, more appropriately, it'll be a gaggle. A gaggle. It, it, shall, be, it shall be a gaggle. We, <laughs> we will, and we will be there gaggling along. Uh, with everybody else in in, uh, in Indianapolis, I've been there. You know, not that far from uh, about an hour and a half, two hours from Louisville. You know, up up the road, we used to go there for uh, back when the football was patriotic. We used to go up there to watch uh, football games, uh, watch the Colts play. Okay, uh, you know, out of, out of Louisville, um, the for the Pro Bowl. 
college ball we had right there in, in, in Louisville. So it was, it was really good. And uh, they don't have baseball town. They don't have baseball in Indianapolis. Oh. It's, it's, um, it's, I don't know. I just, they just don't have it in Indianapolis. I don't, it's just one of them towns like, uh, like where we are, where you get one sport and, you know, they, I guess they got more than, they got two major sports in Indianapolis, don't they? They got the football and the basketball. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not a big, I don't, well, I, I'm, I'm not necessarily not a big fan. It's, I don't really follow. So. Right. Right. I, gotcha. No, I understand. I understand. Understand. Um, hey, we do want to give you some news before we get to, you know too deep into the program. Uh, okay. Out of out of Arkansas, uh, <laughs> or as we know it, A R Kansas. <laughs> uh, Arkansas. This this uh, this story. Uh, I had to check it twice to see if it was a Florida story. Uh, thankfully, I, no. I thought this might have well, been a Florida actually, story. Actually, this this is kind of cool, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they. Uh, uh, I, you know, they might have been Florida guys. I don't know. Or maybe in route to Florida. I, I have no yeah, idea. But this, never this, know. Never know. this screams Florida, man. <laughs> yeah, it does. Neighbors arrested after drinking and allegedly taking uh, shots at each other. Well, okay. Well, you know, guys, people take shots at each other all the time, right? No, no, no. Mike. <laughs> they were shooting at each other. Yeah, not, not, not cutting, <laughs> cutting each other down or something. Two neighbors in Arkansas were arrested after drinking on the back porch led to donning a bulletproof vest and shooting each other. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> News reports the incident oh occurred gosh. in Benton County, where 50 year old Charles Eugene Ferris, save Ferris, and 36 year old Christopher Hicks drank, then allegedly took turns wearing the bulletproof vest. At least they got the order right. <laughs> you know, can we give points where, where they're deserved? At least they did the drink, put on the vest, shoot, and they didn't do it the other way. Yeah, the uh, drink, shoot, put on the vest, you know? Exactly. They, they didn't, they didn't mess this up. Uh, Ferris allegedly asked Hicks to shoot him and then got mad because the shot hurt, even while wearing the vest. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> so he had Hicks wear the vest and allegedly unloaded the clip into his back. Hicks was bruised, but no pellet, no bullets penetrated. Yeah. The, the, the vest did its job. Did its job. It yeah. doesn't say, you know, you know impact-proof vest. Correct. It says Correct. bulletproof vest. Correct. Yeah, this is not... Uh, a Superman's, uh, you, know, you, know, you know, skin that you put on here, you know? I could just fix Ow! Dang it, that hurt! All right, your turn. Son of a... Take that. Hold on, let me get another shot. No, not like that! You know? <laughs> Insider reports Ferris eventually went to the hospital because of the pain associated with being shot and, and allegedly yeah. made up a story about being shot while protecting an asset. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I got, got to use that cool lingo. It, yeah. I was protecting it. I was protecting an asset. Uh-huh. Really wearing that. <laughs> yeah, it. I was protecting the asset while I was on an op. Yeah, that's it. exactly right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we were down. We were down. We were, it was low. Yeah, I mean, she was checking my six. You know, it was, uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, but Ferris's wife told police the truth. There you go. Yeah, they she, were just drunk on the back up. porch. His dumb butt was doing this. <laughs> Ferris and Hicks were drinking, took turns shooting each other, after which both men were arrested over aggravated assault, a Class D felony. Now, here's what um, my, my legal questions would be okay. on this. Okay. Um, and it, usually there has to be, uh, you know, somebody has to say, uh, I was in fear for this to happen, um, or they get to the point where I did not consent for him to hit me. I did okay. not consent okay. for him to shoot at me. And I would say, listen, with, even with guns, if you, you know, a lot of states will say, well, we'll pick up the charges. The, the, the prosecutors will say, 
you got shot and you don't want to press charges and we know who did it, the state's going to pick up the charges in, in, in the best interest of the state. Um, but this was, they did get shot, but nobody had a bullet go through them. It's kind of, this is like they got hit with a baseball bat a couple of times. Yeah, in essence, yeah. Uh, and it's, this was obviously, you know, consensual from what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Um, if this were down in where we are, I think the only charge that you could stick to this was would be uh, basically uh, possession uh, and shooting a firearm while intoxicated, which is a misdemeanor in, in the state of Florida. Um, but, yeah, this sounds... This sounds like they, they found a charge to get these guys off the street for the night. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering how the guys decided who wore the vest first. Oh, man. No, I'm uh, not doing it first. Just, you do yeah. it first. No, yeah, I'm not kinda, doing it. That's a heck of a drinking game right there. <laughs> they lost at the cornhole. You know, is what happened. So uh, now, they, you know what? Now they get to go to jail and fight over the cornhole, I guess. <laughs> but they, uh, you've got to, what? what? I always thought that was a bad name for that game. Um, the, uh, you've got these two guys. And then what I heard, it was a 22. The, the information I got was a 22. So I'm like, what a couple of wimps. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I, I don't want to get shot with one. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, yeah. I mean, the, the old age old adage, uh, I still agree with it. I'd rather be missed with a 44 than hit with a 22. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Even yeah. if I am wearing a vest. Yeah. I don't want to get shot with nothing. Yeah, these, uh, these guys are rocket scientists. They, they, probably, had, they probably had a, a chugging contest, oh. and the loser had to put the vest on first. There you go. There you go. It's probably <laughs> it. Probably it. See, this is why you should train harder. This is why you should train harder. <laughs> Chugging should be taken seriously. Uh-huh. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll see you after the break. Deltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon. 
you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, Tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at boundaryoakdistillery.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Man, it just flows, just flows, just comes right out. Mm-hmm. I can't can't wait to see those guys. It's always a good time to to, to hang out with our good friends over there at uh, Ideal Conceal. Check them out at idealconceal.com. That's idealconceal.com. If you get a makeup company, when you go and you start googling Ideal Conceal and you just put Ideal Conceal and you, you hit enter and it's a it's a makeup company where it's made to cover up uh, old blemishes and stuff, you're on the wrong site. Yep. Okay, you you're looking for one with the with the firearm that's uh, in the uh, in the shape of a pistol. It's a transformer. Well, I guess it's not really a transformer because it's never a cell phone. It's it's, it's a firearm in the shape of a pistol. It's a oh man, there you go. <laughs> it's you a firearm in the shape of a cell phone. Good catch, good catch. <laughs> that's it. We we do this thing where whoever catches who, uh, you know, they, they're gonna put a dollar in the jar. Let's just say <laughs> Earl always walks away with cash. Let's. Just, well, yeah. I, I, I think I got I, him once in the first hour, and, and he looked at me like, "Did I just get caught?" <laughs> yeah, I, I cheat. I don't. I don't say that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you. I understand. I, I understand. I'm, I'm winning in in what's affectionately referred to accuracy by volume. There you go. There you go. You're the sniper, and I'm just putting machine gun fire <laughs> down range. There you go. My shots keep missing. <laughs> and Earl's just over there going, "Pow, ping, pow, ping." <laughs> The way it works. Um, yeah, so uh, so check it. Check them out. Uh, idealconceal.com. And if you if you get to the website and you're looking at makeup and not a firearm in the move shape along. of a pistol, yeah, move just move along. along. Nothing to see. 
Uh, yeah, it's not some kind of video teaser for the real thing. Yeah, you know? no, uh-uh, uh-uh. I don't know. I've been watching this video on uh, makeup for 15 minutes. I, Kirk said I was going to see a. Uh, I was going to see how the firearm performed. I, I guess it's at the end of the video. No, just just go, just re-Google it. Yeah. Re-Google it. Uh, all right, we got uh, we got some news. I'm going to give you a little left. Going to give you a little right here. Uh, first one we're going to start with is out of where are we going to go. Let's go to Pennsylvania. This one's driving me nuts because we're looking at going to Pennsylvania for the. Uh, USCCA Expo in, uh, in mid-May there. Uh, but out of Pennsylvania, we have also a state that has preemption. And I want to give you, uh, you know, folks, yeah. I'm going to explain to you a little bit more about preemption here in this as well. But Pittsburgh, the city of Pittsburgh there in western Pennsylvania has ignored state law and has passed city-level city gun control laws. They have, they have ignored it completely. The city council defied Pennsylvania state law by giving final approval to a package of local gun control measures. So this wasn't one. They just didn't step up and go, we're going to put one in place here. The measures bans military-style rifles. Have you seen how they got away from the term assault rifle? Yeah. Yeah. It's the thing I've been noticing in in the the years we've been doing this, you know, talking the politics Mm -hmm. of firearms, of, of the firearms world, how much the goalposts keep getting moved. Right, right. You know, it's one term. This month, next month, it's a different term. Yeah, because we've proven right, right, right. Well, it's it's you know it's not an assault weapon. Assault weapon is fully automatic. This is not fully automatic. This is it. This is not even full semi-auto. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Now you're. And now they, it's, they've. It's like they're learning. Like we 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 one of our things was to take back the language. Exactly. Take, take back the terminology. And then when we do, um, they they. They come out with something like, you know, now it's a military-style rifle. Mm-hmm. It's not a military rifle. It's a military-style rifle. I don't know. Maybe that means it wears its hair short. and uh, it, tight. Yeah, it, wears, it always walks in a straight line. You know, talks loud. Pant, pants blouse. Throw, yeah, throwing yeah, ex- knife hands everywhere. Exactly right. Exactly right. That's that kind of rifle. Yep, yep. Um, so, yeah, so we have this uh, going on in Pennsylvania. We see now that they, the, in Pittsburgh they have banned military-style rifles like the AR-15 rifles. They, mm. all, they also ban certain types of ammunition and standard capacity mags that hold more than 10 rounds. Again, if you're tracking along here, folks, standard capacity mags are what they're calling a high-capacity magazine. Mm-hmm. Because that AR-15, that military-style assault rifle, comes with a standard round 30, standard 30 round magazine. Yep. Well, that's a standard capacity magazine. They call it the high-capacity magazine. Uh, and they are now at the city level. Allowing red flag at gun confiscation orders at the Ugh. city level. Measures were approved by a six to three vote of the council are now headed to the mayor there who is expected to sign them. Now, Pennsylvania law specifically forbids local municipalities from regulating firearms. It, I want to make sure you hear that again. The law specifically forbids municipalities from regulating firearms. Although this city has said, we're, we're going to do it anyway. We're going to break the law. Yeah. We're going to break the law and create a new ordinance. We're going to break the law. Now, preemption there in the state of Pennsylvania is defined as no county, municipality, or township may in any manner regulate the lawful ownership, possession, transfer, or transportation of firearms, ammunition, or ammunition components when carried or transported for purposes not prohibited by the laws of this commonwealth. The Commonwealth of Pennsylvania prevents local governments 
from restricting the rights of firearms owners within their jurisdiction. Okay? That, it, it doesn't, does it get more plain than that? No. Nobody else is allowed to make laws in Pennsylvania regarding any of those items of firearms or ammunition except, except the state of Pennsylvania. Yeah. And they've said, uh, you know what, don't care. Don't care, we're going to do it. Now, I did a little further researching. Now, they've passed, if they pass this ordinance, they pass this law. From what it's looking like, from what their attorney general is saying, the state attorney general there, really nothing can happen to them unless they go to enforce it. Oh. So it's kind of like a, a you know, they've, they've got a wait and see attitude. Just because the law is there, no one has yet been hurt. They have to enforce it in order for someone to be, you know, uh, the victim here. Okay. This particular story right here uh, brings to light why we always advocate joining your local gun rights uh, organization. Yes. And yes, it does sound old and tiresome of they always need membership dues, donations, what you know simply put, they need money. Yeah. yeah. Because states and municipalities and stuff will do something like this. This municipality chose to violate standing existing law, but we've got to take them to court Correct. and pay for lawyers to get them to not violate the law. Isn't that, isn't that ridiculous? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. But you're right. You know, it's a, it doesn't matter if it's a dollar here, you know, a dollar to the Firearms Policy Foundation where you, uh, you can enjoin the, uh, the bump stock relief ban. You yeah. Know? yeah. Uh, you've got that. Or, or you're paying to your local state organization, whatever it happens to be. I know the, uh, uh, in Pennsylvania there, they've got, it's a great, great little organization of firearms guys. It's called the, the Trigger Presses Union uh, Number 1. <laughs> yeah, so these guys are, you know, from local one. It's a trigger pressures union local one that they're uh, they're involved uh, in, in 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 battling this as well. Uh, so now let's flip to the opposite side. Again, we're seeing nothing down the middle. We're seeing far right and far left. Uh, well, I don't consider it far right. I think I, I consider it uh, right in accordance with the Second Amendment. In Missouri, Missouri, the Show Me State, Missouri House OKs. Concealed carry for college campuses. Nice. See? Opposite way. It's almost like a pendulum. What do you got? Some idiocracy going on over there in Pennsylvania? Yeah, we're going to go the other way here in Missouri. Yeah. yeah I was just saying, like you said, to, I agree with you. Uh, okay, college campus carry. Uh, yeah, what's the, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I don't think that's, whoa, wait, yeah. hey, wait a minute. I think we're, we're overcorrecting a little bit just yeah. to, you know, we... You know, it's like driving your vehicle down the road and it pulls to the right. So you crank the wheel to the left yeah. just to just to stay in the middle. Yep. No, I, I don't. No, that's not issue. this. Yeah, this this is all. Hey, you know what? Let's make sure the Second Amendment is uh, is 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 in full force and effect here. Yeah. It, it, you know, the Second Amendment is no longer not in effect just because I crossed a sidewalk on exactly the right. school campus. Exactly right. Uh, Missouri House passed legislation Tuesday to allow Concealed permit holders to carry guns on campus for self-defense. So it's just like you just said, Earl. This is taking away that invisible line on the ground where I can carry and where I can't carry. Mm -hmm. uh, the news quoted the governor there saying, giving individuals the ability to, excuse me, the rep state representative there, giving the individuals the ability to protect themselves is absolutely the right direction that we should go. He added, this is State Representative Jared Taylor. He added, it is up to individuals to protect themselves. We can't rely on law enforcement. Take away minutes. Excuse me. They are minutes away from you when your life is being threatened and you need to take action. You say it all the time, Earl. The you, intended victim 
is always the immediate response. It's right there. This is it. You have the ability to do this. Now, this is, we're talking about distilled Missouri. It still have to be 21 years old to carry your firearm. This is not, oh my goodness, it's uh, campus carries good. Let's start handing out guns at keg parties. Yeah, no. no, that's no. not what this is. This is people that are responsible and have their concealed weapons permit. Let's say they drop the law to 18 there. Okay. Okay. They're concealed carry permit holders, or they're people that have gotten training, or they're people that are not violating the Constitution. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're listening to Arms Room Radio. Stick around. We'll be back after the break with Major Bill. Forty kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program. With all of the above and more, selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people. People just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO. Until everyone comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's gonna happen next and how long am I gonna be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me and it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please feel free to remind them to go to SSS.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. (laughs) 
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Specialist Israel Candelaria Mejias died April 5, 2009, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Mejias, 28, of San Lorenzo, Puerto Rico, was assigned to the 1st Battalion, 66th Armor Regiment, 172nd Infantry Brigade Combat Team, Greffenwehr, Germany. He was killed in action in Balad, Iraq, of wounds sustained when a mine detonated near him during combat operations. If there is anyone you could count on to lift your spirits, it was him. He always had a smile on his face and a joke at hand, his section sergeant, Sergeant Dybig, said. Captain Daniel Godby, who served as Candelaria's company commander for 14 months, remembered him for the same reason. It didn't matter what was going on. He always had a smile on his face, whether he was goofing around or intently focused on the hat the task at hand. He is survived by his wife, Angela, who recalled Candelaria would do anything for his wife. Army Specialist Israel Candelaria Mejias, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Uh, folks, you listen, uh, This is, if you would like to hear somebody on the Fallen Hero portion of the program, whether it's uh, you know somebody read the book, uh, saw on the TV, our close family friend, just, uh, just reach out to us at armsroomradio.com, and it would be our honor to do that. Uh, hey, on the line with us, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Bill. Hey, guys. How's everybody doing this week? Yeah, doing good. Not too bad, sir. How are you doing? Uh, I am doing well. Doing well. No complaints. Uh, getting ready to uh, roll into the hockey playoff season. So, you know, that's always exciting. Hockey. Take shots. That's right. Putting on the foil, Coach. Do you know what happens? <laughs> Do you know what happens when you high stick somebody? You usually two minutes. Two minutes. You have to go to the box, and there you'll feel shame. <laughs> so, Absolutely. You have to feel shame. Uh, so, how are things in the world of law enforcement today, uh, sir? Well, you know, uh, down here in in South Florida, we all know uh, about the uh, the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas massacre. Uh, I hate to put it in that terms, but that's what everybody's referring it to as. Right, right. Uh, and two of the students who survived that shooting that day uh, both recently have committed suicide. So now it's what they're, they're going to, it was, it was the MSD-17 and now it's the MS-17 plus two uh, is, is what's going on. And of course, the focus is once again on the Briar Sheriff's Office and former Sheriff Scott Israel. Uh, as we know that he was removed from office by uh, Governor DeSantis and uh, Sheriff Gregory Tony, former Cold Springs Police Sergeant, was uh, was put in place as, as Sheriff. Right, right. Well, 
you know, Sheriff Israel uh, you know, or former Sheriff Israel uh, didn't didn't agree with that decision uh, because of his amazing leadership. Amazing, yeah. Just amazing asking. leadership during the uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas uh, incident, uh, and I'm not trying to make any light of of, of that. It was, it was it was a tragic event. It was right. it was an event that numerous. Uh, agencies responded to not just the Coal Springs Police Department, my department, several other departments responded. Right. Yeah, uh, this is not, not about the victims or the responders, you know, the, the ones that, that, that actually responded. Right, right. So uh, so he uh, he didn't agree with that, and, of course, he was supposed to have his hearing in, in front of the Senate. Well, he decided, well, you know, I don't agree with that, so I'm going to file a lawsuit. So he filed a lawsuit in, with the 17th Circuit in Broward County, uh, and he challenged his, his removal. So it went in front of uh, Judge Hames. Right. Uh, and, you know, Judge Hames you know, came back. They had a full hearing, and Judge Hames ruled that the governor was within his legal right to remove him. Now, the sh- uh, former sheriff said that he removed him for incompetence and the way that he responded, it was politically motivated. Uh, and that's not a reason to remove him. And the judge ruled that the governor doesn't have to uh, provide a uh, a specific reason for removing other than he is, you know, the incompetence in the right. office. Right. And the hearing goes before the Senate. And the judge ruled that this is where it belongs, is, is with the Senate. So that ruling was made. The lawsuit was dismissed. Uh, so it was going to go uh, be active in the Senate. The Senate said, well, we're going to hold off until the legal challenge has been, been ruled on. Well, it was ruled on. And again, uh, former Sheriff Israel, well, I don't agree with the judge's ruling, so now it's going to the 4th uh, uh, District Court of Appeals uh, in West Palm Beach right. to overturn the lower court ruling. So it's, it's uh, you know, once again, uh, there's things here in Broward that, you know, make you want to go, hmm. Yeah, right. Uh, but in digging through all that, you know, Florida man, you know, it, <laughs> it, 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 it goes throughout the state. doesn't matter your race, color, creed, socioeconomic status. There's a left turn that was taken at uh, Yeehaw Junction. Uh-oh. You know, we don't have Hate an Albuquerque. that happens. We don't have an Albuquerque. No. We do have a Yeehaw Junction. We do have a Yeehaw Junction. Yes, we do. Yeah. So, and Mike, you remember uh, from your days of, of living down south, the old Andy Town. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. Yes. Yeah, so left turn at any time was made. And, you know, the sheriff, when he was first removed, had a lot of support uh, from the religious community in what they say is, is the, the black community. OK. Uh, so he had a lot of pastors standing behind him, supporting him. And, you know, then people started digging. Why? Why do you, is this always your go to? Right. And then they found that one of the pastors uh was actually given a BSO contract by Sheriff Israel at the time uh, to provide uh, advice and counsel to the sheriff on matters related to community involvement, Uh-oh. crime prevention, and crisis intervention. Okay. Hmm. So, yeah, things that make you want to go home. Mm-hmm. You know, Pastor Jackson, uh, and he's at the uh, Ark Restoration Church okay. uh, down there. Uh, had the sheriff at one of his uh, his services in March, and you know was praying for the return uh, of Sheriff Israel uh, to the sheriff's office, and right. that he is the sheriff. Then they started digging in and realized that you know uh, 
Pastor Jackson formed a uh, an LLC and contracted with the sheriff's office for the amount of $36,000 a year to provide that said advice for crisis intervention. Well, yeah, uh, knowledge ain't free, right? You know? <laughs> well, well, you think if you want to give to your community and you want to provide that resource to the sheriff, I know there's a lot of pastors that, you know, they're not looking for, you know, a contract. Or, hey, maybe a, a BSO County vehicle to drive around. Right. Wow. Hmm. Well, because, you know, there's also three other pastors that were uh, contracted with, and they were paid uh, salaries uh, for their their uh, position in the External Affairs Unit. External Affairs Unit. <laughs> it, that's what it was called. It was the External Affairs. It was the Community Outreach, the External Affairs Unit. So these three pastors had salaries uh, totaling a combined total of $250,000 plus BSO vehicles that they were driving around. Uh, Sounds completely really, legit. Yeah. Yes. yes. In Broward now, County. Well, <laughs> yes, Broward County is a, a different animal when it comes to when it comes to things like that. Yeah. So all this stuff is starting to come out, and you're finding that a lot of the pastors that were supporting the sheriff that I guess weren't getting paid right. uh, are starting to drop off. At least that's what the reports are. So you know he's not getting the support that he needs. Although he does say that he is running for sheriff uh, again in 2020, should he. Uh, his suspension remains right. sheriff. Tony's already announced that he's running for sheriff. Uh, Colonel Al Pollock, who used to be under sheriff uh, Israel and left, uh, said that th- this contract should never have happened. He's running for sheriff, uh, and, and a couple other you know folks are already lining up. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a big Democratic battle in Briard County for the position of sheriff. Uh, you know what? I say let's all run for sheriff. Let's all do it. Let's everybody run for sheriff in Briard County. I know I don't have to live there. That's just a law that says I have to live there, and obviously we don't we don't have to make a difference on that. You know, it doesn't it doesn't apply. So, well, you know, get a get a PO box or uh, you know a there you go. address the local UPS store or something like that. Or, Perfect. You know that 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 way you have residency, right? Exactly right. Become a Broward County resident. Uh, Major, listen, thank you for joining us again on the program today, and please uh, stay stay safe in your endeavors. Absolutely. And all my brothers and sisters of blue, remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your sticks, always come to the end of your shift. Go to Arms from Radio, somebody live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Guys, we'll see you right after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America. 
Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snag Mag. Snag Mag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Last segment, Earl. Already? Last segment, just like that. Always always rolls right through. You know, comes 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 around fast. Comes around fast. Yeah, it does. Uh, hey, do you recall out of uh, California this uh, this uh, this butt clown, I like to call him. He's a but no talent butt clown. Uh, Representative Eric Swalwell. Oh, is this the guy that uh, threatened to uh, nuke anybody? That, yeah, that's uh, the guy. Okay. Yeah. Yep, yep. You're going to use nuclear weapons against those that are going to protect the Second Amendment. Uh-huh. Uh, well, he, uh, this week he came out with something even, uh, well, I mean, it's not as good as uh, he's going to nuke us, but uh, you know, he came out with another, uh, another one of his, his great, uh, great philosophies. He says we must ban and buy back assault weapons. First off, somebody needs to get with him and let him know that his new party line should be military-style weapons. Yeah, okay? come on. Keep up with the pace, all right? Exactly. Uh, he tweeted uh, this Wednesday, citing it as a step House Democrats need to take now that they have passed legislation criminalizing private gun sales via universal background check. First of all, they may have passed legislation, but the legislation has not gone through. The Senate has not become the law. They have just put the legislation forward. So we don't have these universal background checks. And again, folks, for those of you that are curious what a universal background check is, what the difference between a universal background check and a regular background check, it is. It's good on Jupiter. It's good on Jupiter. Yeah, yeah. So you're clear there, too. You're clear there. They check your background check there with the, uh, the Jupiter Bureau of Investigation. Make sure you're okay. Uh, Swalwell's tweet also contained audio of a voicemail he allegedly received from someone who was irate over the Democrats' constant barrage of gun controls. Uh, unidentified caller made a lot of swear words. Let's just yeah. say that. Beep, beep, um, beep, beep, he would have made Samuel beep, L. Jackson proud. He used those kind of words. Oh. What I'm saying. Uh-huh. You know, it basically said, listen, we're going to war, and you're not going to take over the Constitution. And it sounded angry. There was no... There was no specific threat, but he said, if you come for my guns, you'll be the first one I come for. That kind of thing. It wasn't, like, it wasn't like, I'm coming for you. It was like, if you do this, I'm doing that. Yeah, you, know? you come for my guns, bring yours. Yep, yep. It's that. Bring friends. Yep, uh-huh. yep exactly right. Uh, Swallow did, uh, did not state when the alleged voicemail was left. 
He responded to it by saying, I'm not afraid of this guy, and I'm not afraid of the, N- the NRA. Well, sure, it's because he's behind the wall over there in California, and they have no firearms. Yeah, I like how everybody always ropes the NRA into stuff. Right, yeah. Yeah, NRA's sitting at home right now going, what do we do? What do we do? How do we get roped into this? We, we were eating a sandwich. Yeah, what the no, heck? Out of nowhere, a left hook. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, he said that was a strange response considering the voicemail embedded in Swalwell's tweet did not say one word about the NRA. Exactly. <laughs> they just took a smack out of nowhere. Uh-huh. New Zealand is in the process of banning commonly owned semi-automatic rifles in a conjunction with the buyback scheme. The buyback cost is expected to reach $300 million in a country that has only an estimated 1.2 to 1.5 million firearms. In all as of last report we had, how many firearms had I been turned it was, in? It was what, like 37? Yeah, 37. Uh-huh. 37 of 1.2 <laughs> to 1.5 million, they got 37 <laughs> back so far. You know what those were? You know what? This this thing's all rusted out. It don't work no more. Give give them that gun so they feel good Probably, about themselves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't I didn't really like this one. Anyways, I'll just shot to the right. <laughs> that's, that's it. How much are they buying them back for? Well, hey, I only paid half that. Let's sell this <laughs> rifle back. <laughs> U.S. has approximately three hundred and forty million privately owned firearms, millions upon millions, which are commonly owned semi-automatic style rifles. Swalwell's push to ban commonly owned semi-automatic rifles and buy back those allegedly. Uh, already in circulation is repeat of a similar push he made nearly a year ago when he did his uh, nuclear option, uh, you know, speech that he put out there. So the buyback, I, you know, I didn't, how do you think this buyback would go? If people didn't bring their guns back for buyback, do you think they would, the government would just be, okay, that's all right. Well, you're, you're forgetting a key, key word in there. Go ahead. Forced buyback. Yes. Forced buyback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like how they, you know, you know, they just want to, you know, they want to call it forced buyback, right. not what it really is. Right. Confiscation. Exactly right. Yeah. Forced buyback. That's like forced volunteerism. Right. Uh, yeah. You, you got voluntold. You, you just got voluntold. Exactly uh, right. Everybody in the military knows what that yep, is. Yep. Ah! yep. So they're coming to confiscate firearms and they're going to call it, they're going to call it, but if we call it a forced buyback, then it's just a buyback. Yeah. We don't, we don't, we don't have to call it what it really is. So, mm-hmm. so this guy, uh, I just, you know, listen, stay in California. Stay there. Uh, you should be very safe in California because there's no, the firearms restrictions there are so great. There's no threat to you whatsoever. Yeah. 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 And if, if you do decide to move out, don't vote that stuff back in oh, where, you, where you do yeah. move. Folks, yeah, listen, if you've just moved into a state outside of uh, one of those blue states because you're tired of their policy, you're tired of them taking your money, don't, don't, bring, don't bring that liberal logic with you. Yeah. Okay? Don't do it. Don't, don't sit there and, and try and... Turn it into what you had back before. You know what? If you want back what you had before, go back. Stay there. Go back. Go back. What was it? Something like 41% of those people in New York City now can't afford to live in New York City and are getting out? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe because of all the ridiculous policies that uh, uh, de Blasio and, 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 and what's the other, the, 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 the AOC chick she keeps coming up with. It's a good thing you mentioned AOC. Her mother lives here in Central Florida. Yes, she does. She couldn't, she couldn't afford to live in New York anymore. Yep, yep, so she's back there. I, I see that uh, AOC's constituents are now doing the, the whole facepalm thing. They're doing the whole, oh, man, we didn't. That's not what we counted on. We just, uh-huh. we just didn't want the, you know, the, the 80-year-old white guy anymore. We didn't want this <laughs> nonsense. You know? We were just yeah. looking for middle ground. We were not looking for you know, uh, clown college. You yeah. know? Her, her uh, was it Green New Deal? Oh, yeah. She didn't even vote for it. No. Well, it was crazy, the whole cow farting thing, you know? Yeah. I think the only ones that uh, that voted for that were the uh, uh, the owners over at Chick Fil A. Nobody, <laughs> nobody voted for it because Chick Fil A doesn't want to see cows. They don't want the competition. They just want just just chicken, <laughs> just chicken, no beef, no beef, no beef. So that's what you get there. 
Uh, Utah, let's give you a little out of Utah here real quick because, again, we're going back and forth, back and forth, left and right, ping pong, ping pong. Utah stand your ground law signed by the governor. Nice. There you go. So another one. Utah, you'd have thought would have had this already. Utah being one of those states that you, you typically think of as uh, pretty conservative, except for the two, you know, the, the, two, the two senators that are in there now uh, that uh, are, they enjoy getting under the president's skin. You know, they want, they're Republicans unless it's something the president wants. Uh, then they're not. You know, uh, A popular bill to update Utah's self-defense statutes was signed this week, while another pro-gun measure awaits action by the governor. The uh, governor this week approved a modification to their stand their grun- ground statutes when it comes to self-defense. Uh, House Bill 114 clarifies that an individual is not required to retreat from an aggressor. That's basically what, uh, what stand their ground means. And, you know, we've talked to you about stand your ground here many times under many yeah. different cases. It means you don't have to be the victim in your own home. You don't have to be the victim standing in your front yard. You don't have to be the victim in line at the grocery store. You don't have to be a victim Anywhere you have the legal right to be. That's exactly you, right. You could be out on date night with your significant other walking yep. down the sidewalk. Yep. And stereotypically, somebody pops out of the shadows of the alley you have to walk across in front of. You are now no longer obligated to run away as fast as you can. Yeah, exactly right. Which is ridiculous when you think about it. Uh, huh? I'm not breaking the law. The criminal's breaking the law. Right. Why do I have restrictions? Also on the governor's desk there is uh, House Bill 243. This measure would allow those who have a protective order, for example, a domestic violence order, to carry a concealed firearm without a permit for up to 120 days from the date of the order. Sponsors argued it was needed as a process to obtain a concealed weapon permit in Utah, which includes a training mandate, can sometimes take over two months, and victims may need immediate protection. So this means if you've gotten, all of a sudden, you know, you whether it's family member, whether it's somebody outside the family, somebody just starts making death threats against you, mm-hmm. and you want to carry a firearm, but you've got to go through all the process and you've got to go through all of the uh, the training that are required there, this says, bam, you can carry one for up to 120 days. There because you go. we want you to protect yourself now. We don't want what happened in New Jersey yeah, to I, happen to you. I was thinking of it. Yeah. I just couldn't remember who, who, where it happened. Yeah, yeah. so this is, this, is a, this is a really good thing. So, um you know, again, we have, we've got left and right things going on all around the country, and, and we end up here on the right. Yeah, and I'm going to bring it back to, I'm going to say, you know, right in the middle of the some, middle. some good news that uh, we missed and didn't mention earlier on when we were talking to uh, Kirk from Ideal Conceal about the NRA convention. They're going to have a very special guest. Oh, you're right. For the fourth time in a row. You're right. President Donald Trump yep. is going to give a speech at the NRA convention. Yep, yep. And you know what we did last time when the, the president was there? What's that? And the time before that? What's that? We were able to carry our firearms. Yes. Because he's pro-Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. You know? so, so, yeah, the president will be there. So that's, uh, that's something to look forward to. I'm glad we got our, our pass requests in before he announced that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because it turned into a madhouse after it last time, you know, for, for media guys. So Yeah, that's why I didn't even bother. I yep. let you and Major Bill do yep. that. I'm yep. going to go walk the floor. You have, was, you have fun with that. It was kind of neat. It was kind of neat. You know, we had the presidential press pool passes. Yeah, uh, that kinda, is kind of cool. cool. That neat. is cool. Uh, folks, thank you for joining us this week. Uh, you know, we, uh, we hope you would join us again next week. And, uh, you know, listen, visit all our friends and sponsors. Until we see you next week, though, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 Semi-Automatic Rifle 
is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.